0: You are listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Friday, December the 22nd, 2023. This is Nomi Sego with the top news at this hour. The names of two IDF soldiers killed in the fighting in the Gaza Strip were released this morning. Lieutenant Shai Ayeli, aged 21, of Ashkelon, a cadet in the Badechad Officer's School. He served in the Israel Air Force's 669 Rescue Unit and fell in fighting in the Gaza Strip. Reserve Sergeant First Class Tal Shua, aged 31, of Beersheva, who served in the Combat Engineering Corps, he fell in fighting in the southern Gaza Strip. In addition, the IDF said three soldiers were seriously wounded in clashes in the Gaza Strip. They were evacuated to hospital for treatment, and their families have been notified. Since the start of the war, the names of 471 fallen IDF soldiers have been released. Kibbutz near Oz has announced that resident Gadi Hagai, who was abducted in the Hamas assault on October 7th, was murdered in captivity and his body is held by the terror group. Hagai, a 73-year-old father of four and grandfather of seven, was taken hostage along with his wife, Judy, aged 70. She sustained injuries and is still being held captive by Hamas. In the north, Israel Air Force fighter aircraft attacked Hezbollah targets in Lebanon, including military sites used by terror operatives and terrorist infrastructure, this in response to rocket fire on northern Israel this morning. Some 20 rockets and anti-tank missiles were fired toward the upper Galilee. Most of the rockets landed in open areas. One landed in the sea north of Nahariya. There were no reported injuries. The IDF directed artillery fire toward the source of the launches. In the Gaza Strip, Palestinians reported that three people were killed in a targeted strike on a jeep in Rafiah in the southern part of the enclave. There were no other details. This morning, the IDF called on residents of Baraj to evacuate south as the military's ground offensive expands. The IDF's Arabic-language spokesman published a map of the zones that need to be evacuated alongside the announcement. Earlier, the Army said that IDF forces operating in central Gaza uncovered a weapons cache and long-range rocket launchers used in recent attacks. The launchers were later destroyed in an airstrike. The IDF spokesman also said that IDF forces cleared of threats the Kasba area in Khan Yunis, eliminated terrorists, and attacked dozens of targets and terror infrastructure. These sources also seized weapons and Hamas military equipment. Several tunnel shafts were uncovered, the largest of which was located in a school. Contacts on a hostage release deal. CNN reports that despite Hamas's declaration there will be no new hostage deal before Israel ceases its military operation in the Gaza Strip, the Biden administration believes the way for the release of additional hostages is not closed off. The spokesman for the White House National Security Council, John Kirby, last night said he cannot report any breakthrough in contacts on a new deal, but the administration continues to invest significant efforts in the matter. The U.N. Security Council is due to vote today on a bid to boost aid to the Gaza Strip after the United States won changes it wanted in the proposal and said it can now support the resolution. After nearly two weeks of negotiations and already several days of delays on a vote, an agreement was struck late last night with the United States that could allow a resolution drafted by the United Arab Emirates to be adopted. A key sticking point for the U.S. had been a proposal for U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres to establish a monitoring mechanism in Gaza regarding the delivery of aid. The softened version also does not include an explicit call for cessation of hostilities in the Strip. The Washington Post newspaper reported that after the October 7th Hamas massacre, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu approached Western leaders, including the U.S. and French presidents and British prime minister, asking them to pressure Egypt to agree to let fleeing Palestinians from the Gaza Strip remain in Sinai during the conflict. The report said all the leaders rejected the request and said Israel has no interest in playing a role in the mass displacement of Palestinian residents. A border police guard was lightly hurt in a suspected car-ramming attempt this morning. IDF forces stopped a Palestinian vehicle near Bartaa for a check. The driver got out of the car and began arguing with soldiers. A crowd gathered and another Palestinian released the handbrake of the empty car, which rolled toward the soldiers. The security forces shot and injured the Palestinian who released the handbrake and detained the driver of the car for questioning. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria last night arrested 11 wanted Palestinians and seized weapons. There were no Israeli casualties in the operation. And the European Union Commission has announced a 120-million-euro aid package to the Palestinian Authority. The statement said the money will be used, among other things, to help pay salaries of Palestinian Authority employees and for medical services in East Jerusalem hospitals. The weather outlook colder, local rain in the north with a chance of isolated thunderstorms, windy with possible haze, rains picking up tonight and spreading to the center of the country accompanied by isolated storms and hail. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 14, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 17, Beersheva 18, and in a going up to 25 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Shabbat shalom from Jerusalem.